In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Thanks for that lovely advice, Dan the Dad. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly spot for pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting... District Attorney Vincent K. Faye, what's going on, man? How are you? Sleeveless Joe Jackson. This is Sleeveless Joe Jackson. I figure we can show people a, a different side of us. The yes. less professional side. Tonight. Less professional and, and unkempt. And like yeah. we value wrestling more than going to the barber. To, or to the store with or to sleeves. To the store with sleeves. Yeah, the sleeve store. <laughs> so, uh, how you doing, man? Good. What's new for you, brother? Oh, not much. Dealing with a sick kid, so you know. Oh. I think I think she's better. Is that she one of those be... things you value more than the barber too? Yep. Family yep, sure is. Family. Yep. Um, I think she she's probably fine to go back to daycare tomorrow, but she stayed home today, and and uh, so I stayed home today. Fun time. Also joining us from up north. Who has no kids? JLB, what's going on, man? Hey, no kids. And uh, with all these like crazy stories I hear about people who have kids, I feel like I like my sleep. I, I feel like. Dude, I'm you don't know what you're missing until you got one. Yeah, I know. And I get it. And the smile you see on their face is just unbelievable. And I get that. And I'm all no. down for that to get that. No, I was talking but about the life I also of sleep. enjoy my sleep. I just the lack of sleep. sleep. I mean, the clarity you get when you're half awake and half asleep. There's nothing like it. Like literally, I, there's no I, clarity I, like I, it because it's not yeah, clarity. I, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's almost like you're you're on oh, gross. like like peyote all the time, <laughs> but you don't get like the good stuff out of peyote. You're just kind of always in this weird dream state. That being said, I don't really get a lot of... I usually only get about four hours a night, so maybe I'm ready for parenting. Yeah, you might get better quality when you have kids, because you'll be exhausted oh, from chasing them around. That's fair. Yeah, that's a valid Also, point. in their infant stages, there is no... And every father on the planet will tell you this. I don't know about moms. I've had most of the moms have told me. There's nothing like them sleeping right here when you're in like a recliner or something. Mm-hmm. Just doing this thing, and it will put your ass to sleep no matter how awake you are. (laughs) Yep. But um, yeah. So this is our fantasy booking show. Not a parenting show. Not a parenting show. If you're new here, this is where we do talk fantasy booking. We challenge each other to do some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We sometimes get a little crazy. We do not discuss them in advance because we think that's more fun, but mostly because we often haven't made them up until we're here. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get into the fantasy booking, I take this time to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. Um, so you can, after the show's over, there's going to be a link in the doobly-doos. You can head over to tatnusco.com, check out the other shows there. Um, check out Tatnus. Uh, learn about you know him and um i know he's working on a movie right now up in canada don't know anything about it hopefully he announces it soon so uh we can know what it's about so 
Um, but yeah, let's get into the fantasy booking. Uh, as always, I open the floor up to the two of you first to see if you guys have challenges. I'd like to go first. I'd like a pony. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> pitter patter. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> I love Letterkenny. Such a good show. Anyway, not hashtag not sponsored, but funny show. Anyway, so I was talking with Smarks off air about my new favorite uh, energy drink, which is C4 Starburst, uh, Strawberry Starburst. Again, hashtag still not sponsored. Um, same goes for you, Coke, <laughs> new Coke Zero. <laughs> you ready? Okay. Go for it. So I was thinking as I'm holding the C4, I'm like, what what in my brain works with C4? And I'm like, oh, that's an explosion. C4 exploding ring. I want you to take three different eras. You pick the era, you pick the wrestlers, and make an exploding barbed wire match for WWE. For WWE. Yep. Okay. So so by defining eras, obviously there's the ruthless aggression era. There's the there's the CM Punk era. I don't really know what that's called. Post I feel like that might still be the ruthless aggression era. No. No, no that's post ruthless aggression. That's ECW era. <laughs> Maybe ECW era. Yeah. yeah. Um there's the attitude era. There's the new new generation, which is Bret Hart. Um, HBK, Diesel, you know, the, the worst of the best wrestlers. Mm. Okay. According like to WWE.com, uh, the, the eras are, are 80s to early 90s are the golden age. Early mm -hmm. to mid 90s was new generation. Mid 90s to early 2000s was the attitude era. Right. Uh, right. 2002 to 2008 was the Ruthless Aggression era. 2008 to 2013 was the PG era. Uh, I feel like they're still in the PG That era. would be a lot of fun. Uh, 2014 to 2016 was the Reality era. What? And 2016 to now is called the New Era. Again. Okay. No, it was New Generation, and that was oh. New Era. Oh, okay. So, pick your eras, three apiece, put together your wrestlers. Obviously, this is not a match that's designed for um, Bret Hart versus Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. Bret was a technician. He's not going to be in the exploding barbed wire match, probably. Right. Um, but if you're in the Attitude Era, it's very easy to put Mick Foley versus Undertaker. So... Take picks, be be a little bit realistic with it. Three each. You have to design three matches. You can overlap your eras. Try not to overlap your matches. Go. Hmm. All right. And you can have a really fucky finish like uh, John Moxley and uh, Kenny Omega did if you want, or you can have a real exploding ring. And go. So, first match that comes to mind for me would be whatever era John Moxley is in, uh, or I guess was even in was reality in. era. So that'd be reality era. 
reality era, era and then still new era. Yeah. Um, uh, cause even in CZW, he was batshit crazy. So technically, I don't know. He just falls in between stealing a guy who's thousands. known for doing crazy shit. That's fine. Yeah. Versus Cactus Jack. So that's like, wasn't around for, 90... it, for the Moxley era though. He but was he done in WWE. Be. But he no, doesn't no, no, need no. to be. Two dudes in the same era. Uh, Matches that could have occurred in that era. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, all right. Well, three different matches, three different eras. Fair. Okay. People have to exist in WWE in those eras. Okay. So you couldn't do like Moxley in the 90s because he'd have been like eight. Well, I almost feel like Taker Kane would have been crazy. In a, they did an Inferno match. Yeah, they were the like. first dudes to light each other on fire. That's fair. So I feel like they could probably do something. Or even you even do that with that same era, Taker Mankind uh, 2. Uh, their last boiler room match was a uh, exploding barbed wired boiler room brawl. Yeah, that, room that brawl, works. You know, because whatever. No candle smarks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting more unkempt. Um, I would have maybe have loved to have seen uh, Raven versus Sandman in an exploding barbed wire match. They, they were had both there in the Attitude Era. Well, and I was just more referring to their ECW era, technically. But they were both into... I, I did limit it to WWE. I, oh, my Smarks, bad. Okay. you want to show them how this is done with one of them? Okay, well... <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> yeah, you laugh. You're gonna laugh because, um, but I mean, they were do... both in the same WWE era because they were, yeah, they were. Let's try to put them in ECW. Yep, it's I, I am just, going to do Golden Era, and uh, it is gonna be a blood feud of breast best friends, of breast oh, friends. Hulk Hogan versus Brutus. BK. It is gonna be Hulk Hogan oh versus Brutus. You just want to see them both die, <laughs> uh, one more than the other. Right. <laughs> um, and and so it will not have a messed up in it ending. It'll have an ending where things explode, <laughs> and Brutus appears to die. Uh, wrestling, so we're not going to actually kill him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not nice to actually kill Leslie. Yeah, <laughs> but still, oh man, but still. <laughs> You know, what, what? Logan doing the leg drop right on Brutus on a C4 barbed wire prank. Yep. yep. I, him him uh, trying to bounce off the, the, the ropes that are covered in barbed wire or replaced by barbed wire, depending on exactly how we do it. Um, he cuts Hogan's mullet with his scissors. <laughs> his big giant shears. And and that you know it would it would have just made him more over. That's all it would have done. You're probably right. But... I feel like early Flair would have done a death match. <coughs> probably uh, did against Terry Funk. I bet him mm. on, on really not not WWE obviously. No 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 for sure not WWE. Mm. WWE went there. <laughs> so there's one for Smarks. And one for JLB, who gave us Undertaker, Mankind, Boiler Room, Explosions, C4 Boiler Room, or all. Yeah, you have a you have a ring inside the Boiler Room. 
and you have explosions all over the ring. So you can choose and to barbed go wire and everything. Yeah. Barbed wire and everything. So you can get out of the ring. You just have to obviously be very careful and go mess around with the boiler room stuff. But then uh, you do have a time limit and you have to win when your man is in the ring and he explodes with the ring there. So or the boiler explodes. Or the boiler explodes, whichever comes first. Exploding boiler match. <laughs> Rick Flair only faced off with a with a funk sixty nine times. Nice. A funk. Yeah. Some a. of them were Dory Funk. I can see Dory doing uh, actually he did a dish. lot with Dory Funk. Yes, he did. Uh, it's who is the better fight who is the better wrestler? Dory? Dory was more of a in-ring wrestler. Yeah, Jerry, the better Jerry actual was wrestler a, was a hardcore Dory. wrestler. Um, yeah, that's fair. Okay, here. Um, Terry Funk. Uh, no, no, that's not a barbed wire exploding match. No, <laughs> none of those are exploding. He did a Texas death match. In 1989, against Terry Funk, at an NWA house show. Um, oh shit! And then another one at another house show later in the year, and then another one at another house show later in the year. So they really like those Texas Death matches, and then another two at house shows, and then an I Quit match at a house show, and then uh, one day later. An NWA World Heavyweight title match against Terry Funk. Kind of makes the I quit not seem um, quite right. But, and then there's another Texas death match. A Thunderdome match in, in WW, or WCW. A steel cage match. And their last match was in 2000, a Texas death match. So no barbed wire exploding matches. Texas Deathmatch had to be close, though. Yeah, yeah, probably. Just no C4 in those. But anyway. It's an era that didn't really have it that much. All right, another one from JLB. What, you, what, what are you giving us? Um, so I almost feel like... But it's got to be a tad realistic. So I feel like we are getting um, that era. I'm just trying to think of that era. So I'm thinking, I was thinking, like, it. it's almost, I feel it's like WCW trying to do, ah, uh, right, we're WWE. God damn it. Because I was thinking of uh, the, the Steiners. <laughs> Versus uh, Legion of Doom, or whatever they were called. They were both there in an era. You don't. They don't have to be there at the same time. Just they have to share an era. Oh, okay, fair enough. But I mean, I don't know how realistic that would be. But at the same time, I also remember generation. That'd be fun. Yeah, like I remember. At least, uh, what were they called before LOD? Road Warriors. Just the Road Warriors, right. I feel like as the Road Warriors, they were pretty... Well, they were just fantastic in the ring, but I almost feel like they had a little bit more spunk where they can do a little hardcore stuff, although we've never really seen them do a whole lot. Whereas LOD, they were more like 
you know, softer and well, they're also much, much older. And Animal is like on drugs all the time. So that can help. Ooh, the rush from the Coke. Dude. I know, but it's a legend, man. Come on. I mean, he probably I mean, was he probably was on Coke, but you know. Dude. It is what it is. It is what it is. I don't uh, I don't I don't make up these stories. Not judging, just you know. He did a tag team in the new generation. Mm-hmm. Um I also am doing new generation, although this late new generation. Diesel That's <laughs> uh, my guess. You know, you know, I thought Sid uh, originally Diesel was gonna be my my um one of the I think he, I think he was too too pretty. Uh, I I think he still could have done it versus the person uh, the other person, but I've decided that I'm gonna go late new generation era. It's gonna be shortly after the debut of Kane, and it's gonna be a barbed wire exploding C4 match between Kane and the Undertaker. Right, one of the many rubber matches they had. Yeah, one of the many many matches they had, but this one is gonna be a big one because it's gonna feature Undertaker winning. By throwing Kane through, you know, like a table lined with C4 or whatever, and then it, and then leaving the ring and the whole ring explodes and there's fire everywhere. And then the smoke <laughs> clears and Kane walks out unscathed. Yeah, buddy. And then he goes, boom, and blows everything up again. Yeah. No, the flames <laughs> go higher. <laughs> and then he goes off to become mayor of Knox County. <laughs> I think I'm getting my errors mixed up. Yeah. Um, um, third error. I got one. TLC exploding barbed wire match. Triple tag team. Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys. So I do, Dudley I, brings the Dudley bombs and all that. Takes the bomb part of Deadly Bomb a little too seriously. Yep, very valid. The only people I really don't see doing a match like that is Edge and Christian. But I feel like to add to the whole TLC triple, because them as motherfuckers were vampires, man. Yep, that's a valid point. But yeah, that would be fire. Dudley's obviously would be okay with it because they're all about the hardcore. And and Jeff Hardy would fucking love it. He'd be like, "I'm Swanton, I'm Swanton bombing off everything I could get my hands on." C4 explosion helps launch mm. him off the ladder. <laughs> Straight up, that would be an entertaining match. There'd be a lot of blood, a lot of blood, a lot of blood, a lot of people being also stretched out because no one's leaving that ring. No. <laughs> On their own two feet. Not happening. No bueno. So I would enjoy it. That'd be TLC3? TLC3. Exploding death wire. Exploding barbed wire. Yep. Ladder match. And it could still happen, With guys. Ladders made out of barbed wire. <laughs> well, I mean, Devod can't wrestle anymore, technically, because uh, of his rip- hip replacement, I think it was, or something that he just got recently. But uh, I don't know. Bubba could go on and on on his own. He can do it. <laughs> Spike can help him. Spike can help him. There we go. 
be so bad for Spike. Or Big Dick Dudley. I feel like Spike would be 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 like thrown around too much. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, TLC three exploding barbed wire barbed match, wire death match TLC style, in the probably would bleed over to the ruthless aggression era, ever oh. so slightly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got Cheers. number three. Okay. Which era? It is in the PG era. <laughs> I figured it was coming. And it's going to be John Cena. Okay. Versus the big show. Oh, Jesus. And uh, there will be zero blood. And it'll be at a, a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules, but zero blood. Because, you know, PG era. Um. It'll it'll be very. There'll be a barbed wire wrapping around the ring, right? Barbed yeah, wire ropes. but it'll just be very obvious when they bounce off it that they're rubber barbs. Like okay. you know, <laughs> we'll just know that. And and all of the C four explosions will be like like Sparkers. sparkles and stuff, but but nothing <laughs> like really big. And the storyline at the end will be uh, uh, Cena getting Big Show up and delivering an AA. Uh, on a C4 plank, but Big Show is so massive that he contains the explosion underneath him, and <laughs> and all you see is like com- some smoke come out the side. Just... Damn! <laughs> and then John Cena. You can't see me because the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got. Uh, that's fun. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes. yes. You are welcome. I was hoping okay. we'd hit the arrows we hit. I really wanted to see if somebody could pull off a new generation or a PG. And because uh, it's easy in the attitude era. I mean, it, yeah. realistically, it's easy to go Kane versus Mankind or Undertaker versus Mankind. Or, Thanks, or, asshole. Still, hey, both of you did it. That's fine. <laughs> Stone Cold. I, I really thought I'd get Stone Cold versus Mankind. I really did. Mm. Uh, or Cactus okay. Jack. Excuse me for just one minute because I can't do the hair any longer. Give me <laughs> Here comes the hat. You, uh, you know, there's a solution for that. You can't hear me. And now you, I'm back. You know, there's a solution for that. Yeah, it's called putting it back in a ponytail. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. Yep. Uh, that's the solution. That's the one. Gonna do this. <laughs> I'm going to make I'm going to make the asshole conservative remark. No, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make the conservatard remark. Ready? Does your wife like that hair when she's pegging you? She pull that hair? <laughs> I don't want to actually know. I don't want to know. Shut up. I mean, Shut she up. might like it. I just know too many conservatards that would say that. <laughs> I think of one Smilly Hun. Mm-hmm. Middle name T. <laughs> T for tea bag. Short for D bag. All right, guys. 
Yeah, you doing the next challenge? You doing the I'm middle doing one? the next challenge, and Perfect. you're gonna be a you're gonna be a booker for this one, which obviously you're a booker anyways, because that's what we do here. Um, like but T or booker? Yeah, five times, five times, five times, five scripts, five scripts, five scripts. You have to give me. I, I am not gonna do the spin a Rooney though. On camera, my hands are like. It's okay. You can just spin your hair with that hippie hair. I'll I'll accept. So it. yours. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so guys, you're booking me Ezekiel's feud. That's not, that's after Kevin Owens because that's too easy. If I say book me his first feud. So book me the end of, I guess to the, the end of the Kevin Owens feud and what he goes on to where he's basically going to come out of this with is he staying Ezekiel what's happening with uh Elias Ezekiel and all that fun stuff so book me the feud after KO okay you want to go first you or me too you can go all right KO finishes hits him with a stunner and out of nowhere at the end of, of the KO match KO is walking up the ramp and you hear brains and out comes Brain Strowman <laughs> with his freshly shaven face. <laughs> Shortly after stealing his brother's girl, Raquel Rodriguez, because his brother's dating Raquel Gonzalez. <laughs> That's a good one. Comes out and he picks him up. He says, I know what it's like to be the little brother of an absolute legend and then they developed their own tag team of brains and ezekiel <laughs> and they have a feud with rk bro oh okay trying bro. to make their mark in the industry like their <laughs> brothers did but they just can't pull it off that's where i go with that and they, and they lose that feud to rk bro and then Brains gets fired like his brother did. <laughs> and, and or the other one I was going to do is out of nowhere you hear Pearl River Plunge. And out comes Ezekiel Jackson. And he says, that's my name. <laughs> and steals back his, his name title. <laughs> In a match that he obviously loses because he's like 55. It wasn't great when he was 37. <laughs> yeah. Those this... are the two options I have for you. That's fair. Ezekiel and Brains. I'm so down to see it. <laughs> Just Mine. it played by someone different, not uh, Braun. Nah, it's got to be Brains. It's got to be Braun. Uh, but just with glasses. Adam Shearer come out with glasses and a shirt, a sleeveless shirt with a tie on. Mm-hmm. Um. So my mine is a um, we're gonna have it be a let's say three month long feud <coughs> with his own brother Elias. How do you pull this off? With with the whole oh. gimmick being a that Elias is, match all the time. No, nope, this, is, this that, isn't like Undertaker versus Undertaker. This this is the whole gimmick is that Elias, being the older brother, refuses to show up for the matches. And so Ezekiel keeps coming out and then demanding a count out victory 
and counting it on his his thing and then posting text messages between him and his brother Elias that you know are very obviously you know just two phones side by side texting each other like a burner phone <laughs> um saying so like bro I don't want to embarrass you on TV. You're not embarrassing me. This is my time to shine. Um, and then just keep going with that where, you know, like the, they'll then post like video from his phone to TikTok. That's like, this is me confronting my brother about the match, but it will be like, like he walks into a room and he has a conversation with his brother, but all you see is like his brother's feet, just someone in jeans. You know, just douchey jeans. Who was uh, the one that posted the photo of them two together? Was that WWE? Or um, yeah, I think it was WWE. Please tell me the way he starts to call out his brother is by growing his own beard. You know, that 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 tracks. I'll do that. That could work, yeah. <laughs> I'll Actually, grow no, a beard like you. So What's you sad is out, WWE can, is, I see WWE doing this too, though, which is the unfortunate part. <laughs> The three months of this, just oh Jesus! If you don't come out and face me like a man, and then and then a promo from is from Elias that's just like obviously recorded from behind, so you can't really see the face or whatever. It's just like hair and like a back and a guitar strapped to his back. Um. And and the entire time you still have Kevin Owens just wandering around going, I can't believe you guys are falling for this. <laughs> just the entire time. I already finished him off. I don't even know what to do. I beat him. I you know I exposed him and and people being like, No, you beat Ezekiel. And now Ezekiel wants to face off with his brother. You know they didn't have a good relationship prior to this, right? <laughs> even, even the Sammy thing between KO and Sammy on Twitter. Sammy, help! Bro, fight the good fight. You can do it. But uh, he, I'm, he's like, that picture is pretty, uh, pretty promising. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. This is so much more entertaining than the twenty four seven championship, though. I am enjoying this a lot more. <laughs> no, no, I'm Ezekiel. Okay, so they got the promo, and then how? How? How do we get to a match? Yeah. How do we get to a feud? We see Ezekiel get El Cabonged, and then on the screen comes Elias with his fresh grown beard. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think we end it without a match entirely, and Ezekiel just declares victory that his brother's too afraid to show up. Um, I, it was. It was Ezekiel posted it to his Twitter, which is actually Elias's. Elias's Twitter, Twitter. right? <laughs> He's actually using Elias's old Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. he he came out and said. Guys, this is Ezekiel. I'm taking over Elias's Twitter because he's not around. <laughs> That's fantastic. 
It's a garbage storyline that's so fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's so bad that it's good. In a weird way. Like, I, I hate myself for like Straight up Dr. Time. Isaac Yankin versus Bret Hart. Like, worst feud in history. So memorable because of just the crap feud. Who happens to, in no way, shape, or form, be Kane. No way, shape, or form at all. Like at some point, uh, at some point, we have a match where someone comes out pretending to be Elias because they just feel bad for him, and they get to the ring, and he's like, "You're obviously not Elias. I know my own brother. <laughs> get out of the ring. You're mocking me, and it's not funny." It's definitely going to be KO mocking him too. It would definitely be KO mocking him. <laughs> well, KO would be mocking him. I think this is someone who genuinely feels sorry for him. Sami Zayn's a good person for that. Mm-hmm. So that's my feud. I'm and okay then, with it. Yeah, that's it. That's how I would do it. Do we eventually get Elias back? <clears throat> Depending on how the audience re- reacts to Ezekiel over the time. Hmm. I love the idea of him calling his brother out by growing a beard. You know what? He, start, he starts you to realize say... realize this was your idea, right? Yeah, I know, I know. He starts to say <laughs> things like... Starts to say, say things like, what does WWE stand for? Walk with Ezekiel. <laughs> for sure. They're almost definitely going to do that. And he's not going to come out with a guitar. He's going to come out with like a... A big bass, like those heavy, those uh, heavy basses there, like, uh, like Braun used. Yeah, Braun. No, used. I, I think, I think something more hipster, like a mandolin <laughs> or a ukulele. Good lord, or a flute. Gonna be a concert flautist. <laughs> Who would like to see Ron Burgundy play some jazz flute? Anywho, so we'll move on to my challenge. We're racking through these tonight. Well, uh, you said you retired, so we got. That's, why I, that's why I picked that's, three. That's, I was. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. For you guys. I wasn't critiquing. I was saying we're racking through them in a good way. Um, well, I feel like you were critiquing. It's hard with you. You usually critique. It, it is hard with him, but that's usually when we're cuddling. Mm-hmm. Oh, Real hard. <laughs> Sometimes we go pull the pole. Sometimes we go pull the hole. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes, occasionally we go hold the hole if we're mad at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go to bed mad. That's what it comes down to. Um, so my challenge, uh, I think it was Cultaholic had, had a, um, a video the other day. And it was seven AEW wrestlers that need a gimmick change. And it made me think. <clears throat> who would your gimmick changes in AEW be, and what would they be? So let's just do three each. But three. you explain what their new gimmick is, how they pull it off, and and how that leads them to being more successful. Alternating? We can do alternating, yep. I'm going to start with Wheeler Utah. Okay. He's going to have a fire match with John Moxley where he bleeds like a stuck pig. 
Yeah, I'm going to say that's already happened, so it's not fair game. Although I will point out that was actually on the list. The list obviously was recorded prior to the uh, match on Friday because he was one of their top ones where they said he need he needs to abandon the best friends and, and join the Blackpool Combat Club. So, hmm. Very cool. All right. Um... I am going to go with Brian Cage. Still going to be the Wolverine. So he's going to be a dominant beast, but I'm going to go with him being a non-speaking dominant beast, no manager or anything. Just comes out a la Bill Goldberg first 70 matches. Dominates, done, walks away. Hmm. Fine. Straight Fine. up early Keith Lee. But like kind of yeah. what they're doing with Keith Lee, but Keith Lee, they're not gonna have dominate as long, I don't think. He's gonna have a struggle match here pretty quick. Okay. JLB. Uh so So I feel you give Jungle Boy the Hunter Hearst Hemsley makeover from when he was a rich Connecticut snob. Hollywood Jungle Boy? Hollywood Jungle Boy. You could kind of do something where he slicks his hair like straight and it's no longer curled. Uh, Just very snobby. Um, he would need to have a mouthpiece because Jungle Boy does not sound snobby. He sounds so innocent on the mic. Um, but maybe like, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, the guy who does commentating on Fridays, Starks, would uh, be like uh, MVP to Jungle Boy kind of thing. Like he would be like uh, what MVP is to Omos sort of ordeal and he would just come in like with these <clears throat> what, 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 what hunter hearst hemsley came in with like the almost like the horseback riding stuff when he was thing and yeah and i'm excited for jungle boy to wear pants so yeah that's uh something i different. fucking hate it i know <laughs> but it might work <laughs> It's a because... bold strategy taking someone who's super over already with their current gimmick and changing it um, for no reason. But, you know, let's I see mean, how that plays feel, out for you. I, I feel like I'm Vince McMahon. I Take gimmicks that it. work and just fuck it over. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't like that at all. Well, I mean, that's... I, the, the goal wasn't to see if you liked it. The goal was for me to make one. So, you know, I'd done my duty. If you're going to do that with Jurassic Express, I think the appropriate one to do that with is the guy with a master's in medieval literature. And I, I'll i go ahead and make that my second one because my third one's going to be Johnny Hungy. So um, I'm going to make Luchasaurus. 
be the Ivy League elitist. And so he's going to remove the mask. He's going to start donning all the all the gear. Like, like, it'll be a slow fade from Luchasaurus with Jungle Boy. He can have a feud that eventually shows up with Jungle Boy. That's the dude you can actually change. I don't like the idea of changing him, but that's the dude you can eventually change. And I change him to an Ivy League elitist where, where he he's overexpressing his master's degree to make it sound like he's uh, I mean, here's the deal. There's a lot of people with a master's degree that are very intelligent in their field. But there's also a lot of people who are very intelligent in their field who think they're intelligent in all fields. And that's not the case. Um, in particular, you know, certain, certain uh, arts degrees. Um, frequently they'll, they'll suddenly have an opinion on, I don't know, physics. And you'll be like, you're not educated in physics. Oh my God. So, I, re I remember I was having a conversation about someone with music and I'm like, God, oh, this era of music was kind of mad. It wasn't my style. She's like, no, no, you're wrong. Uh, listen, I studied music. Okay. I should know. I'm like, okay. Did you graduate? She's like, no, but I studied it for a very long time. I'm like, look, well, even if you music doesn't mean that you have the same, <laughs> you have better taste than everybody else. In music. No, that's it. And that's, and, and that's, I'm like, well, it's my opinion though. So how dare yeah. you say that you studied music? <laughs> nope. It's like, wrong. Kevin wasn't in Footloose. <laughs> there you go. So very much so I'm, I'm, I've got a master's degree. You've got a master's degree in medieval literature. Yes. But, but I, I know how physics works. Because I've got a master's degree. And just have him play it up. Just ham that up big time. Because the dude is, is very intelligent. Very entertaining. And I think he could pull that off. And that would be a fantastic heel turn. That is really pretty much the polar opposite of Luchasaurus. You know, clean cut. Very Princeton, Yale, Harvard. I... I went to Harvard Law, so I know um, how to do brain surgery. And no, he does. You sound went like to a Harvard doctor, Law, dude, not Harvard Medical. <laughs> like, nope, I can do brain surgery, and just have him just pretentious it all the way up. I don't know if he, his personality can do it, but if he can act it, it can sell really, really well. Well, he was a cocky prick on Big Brother, so he probably could still sell it. There you go. Oh. Uh, the, the one uh, addendum I'm going to put on that is the turn has to happen on Jungle Boy. Yeah, absolutely. Jungle yeah. Boy says and something. Like, it can be a slow thing where over the course of slow a couple promos. decides to take off the mask. Over just, a couple promos, little... Jungle Boy says something, and he's like, I'm actually, I have a master's degree. And yeah. so I want to correct you on this. Um, the Absolutely. Civil War was... And it doesn't even have to be history. Related. Just, and he could be wrong. That's even better if he's wrong. Like, yeah, he's almost like the taller... String theory is the theory Chad of Gable. a cyclical universe. That's literally the opposite of what string theory is. And he's just, nope, nope, I, I have a master's degree. Just <laughs> In medieval literature... Nope, nope, I understand string theory because I have a master's degree. <laughs> Physicists don't understand string theory. It's a theory for a reason, man. <laughs> I love it. In fact, 
if you're going to turn Jungle Boy to a singles competitor, if you're going to break those two up, which should not happen for three, four, five years. Oh, Jesus. They're a really good tag team together. They're really entertaining together. Uh, I'm already done with them. What? I'm so down for Jungle Boy to be on his own. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. But I I think that's the way you do it. I think go ahead and turn... Turn him into Damien Sandow, circa the the genius Damien Sandow. Just fucking have him be a pain in the ass. Fucking, I'm smarter than everyone. Hell, bring in Damien Sandow as a, as a sidekick. I'm surprised I haven't bring in Damien Sandow. I remember that guy being a great wrestler. <laughs> oh, good wrestler and, and wonderful with his in the ring with his in ring character work. Fantastic and. What a great slap at Cody because he's not there anymore. Right. But in your friend. How do you like that? <laughs> or not friend. I don't know if they're actually friends or not. Straight up. Um... <coughs> I mean, if you wanted to steal Johnny Hungy here, you can. But No, I'm not going to. I'm actually going to put a mask on Lance Archer. Ooh, <laughs> that's it? Um, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, because I feel like his he has the body type to be like a monster, but then looking at his face, he's just too kind of clean cut. And it's like, you're not that intimidating unless you see him bleed like crazy. And then you're like, oh, this guy looks like a beast. And I freaking hate that red ponytail. So um, this uh, murder mohawk, he has to have some kind of like, deranged twisted like crazy mask and uh he has to go back perhaps well not with jake roberts but someone who can actually freaking talk who needs a monster kind of thing um by his side that's a great talker um and i don't know just a bit and he has to uh, just a bit more beastly i find he's still a bit too calm he's too light on his feet. So you have to like bulk him up a bit more. <laughs> and uh, just because I feel like he would just be a more powerful beast if he. Uh, I feel like he's in between like. Um, what do you call it? Like divisions, weight divisions. And where he is right now doesn't suit him. So up him a weight division and put a mask on him and see where it goes. No? Okay. That's another bold strategy, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> the nature of this business. Yeah. That's okay, now let's hear about Johnny Hungy. Johnny Hungy. I have Johnny Hungy um, slowly but surely turn to the easiest matches he can knows he can win. Turn down. It starts turning down good matches. Not that he can't win the good matches, the, the, the ones against more advanced wrestlers. He just decides that he's going to take a match this week against Fuego. Ah, uh, you know, I, I I think I want to face Fuego. Ah, uh, you know, I think I just I just want to go against Trent, and that's it. And bar the rest of the best friends. Ah, uh, I know he's in dark order with me, but can I just can I just have Evil Uno today? Not that those guys are bad wrestlers, but just yeah. have him have oh, him a- turn down higher quality matches. For stuff he feels like he could win a little bit easier. 
And you just said Trent wasn't a high quality match. He's a phenomenal singles competitor. Yes, he is. But John, but in terms of versus saying Adam Cole, Bebe, Young Bucks, um, uh, even even Eddie Kingston, you know, just starts turning down these more difficult matches in his eyes. He's making the judgment call. And and even behind the scenes, you have him talking with John Silver and be like, ah, I think, I mean, both of them are going to be tougher than than uh, Fuego was last week. <laughs> but you know, when choosing between Trent and uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, I just feel like I feel like Trent's the better match for me. And so every week he has a segment where he gets to pick it, and he takes the easiest way out. And eventually gets called out by the rest of the Dark Order and then gets kind of his own singles push uh, on the mid-card. I'd push him all the way to the TNT title, like where he's just kind of forced to be in the TNT title match. And he's just like, is there another match you guys have? I mean, I know my record's undefeated this year. Is is there another another match you guys have? No, no, you have to face Sammy Guevara. Yeah, exactly. I suppose. And, I mean, and he can keep winning when he gets forced into the harder matches. But he's always right. looking for the easiest way out possible. And then he's like, Johnny Hungry! And, and still plays the same character, and entertaining character. He just... You get some backstage segments where he's like, mm, no, I want an easier match. But he doesn't say it that way. He's, you know, that guy's a real up-and-comer, Fuego Del Sol. I think I want to take mm-hmm. on him. What? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I mean, his record doesn't show how good he really is, and it doesn't. But you can what? you can just have some backstage segments like that. My only fear with doing that is it does seem like it might regulate him to um, dark or dark elevation, and I don't want it to get regulated to that. Have him go out, win some squashes. He's got the girth. He's got the size to be able to pull that off in terms of strength and, and, and hitting big moves, catching people that are high flyers. Just have him kind of be like, I, I want the easiest possible match possible tonight. <laughs> I also feel like that really does downplay your roster, though, too. But, I mean... No, it's, I guess it's, it's him making the choice. He, yeah. he, could, he could look at Adam Page and Adam Colbebe and and be like, ah, I think I'll take on Adam Page. I just think I think, you know, because he's lost to Adam Cole, so right. he's just avoiding the people he's already lost to. Okay, fair. Just kind of a, what is is uh, I don't know. Is Willard is is the rest of uh, uh, the Blackpool Fighting Club? Here or is Wheeler here by himself? Wheeler's here by himself. Can I can I fight him tonight? <laughs> you know, like ah, ah, I really don't want Mac, Matt Jackson. Oh, oh, I have to face Matt Jackson. Okay, can, can Nick be banned from ringside? <laughs> Snap. Just a little stuff yeah. like that. And eventually, he's still pushing. I mean, he still features himself. He's still really good in the matches. He still puts on a great show. Right. He's just avoiding a harder match. 
it's it's uh it's it's orange cassidy without orange cassidy going yeah i'll do that match whatever right whatever i'll take on that harder match he's he's choosing the orange cassidy style of doing the least amount of work only he's he's making the choice in who do i wrestle is the least amount of work Okay, I've got a suggestion to how to change it in in one little way. Okay. It starts off with him being um, super friendly with people. Being like, oh, man, you know, I, I have to pay, face Hangman, you know, or Adam Cole today. And someone else being like, oh, man, you know, I mean, I, I get to wrestle in dark against uh, this, this local talent. I mean, would would you prefer to wrestle Adam Cole? Because, you know, I'll, I'll take your match and you can wrestle Adam Cole. You know, let's we'll, we'll switch. Like we're switching our, our lunch. You know, you can take my peanut butter sandwich and I'll take your ham sandwich. That's a more, more kind of Johnny Hungy, right? So. <laughs> and then it just becomes a reoccurring thing every week. He's like, hey, any, anyone want to trade me? I got I got a match against Miro and, you know. Oh, you, Alex, it, aren't you wrestling against... You know, a local guy. Yeah, how about we get you on TV, right? So we'll we'll have you go against Miro, and I'll take your your local guy. You and know. and you don't have him ever cop out with like a fake injury. I don't want that level of cop out. It's always just it's, it's always just trading. Yeah, just I like the idea of trading. That's that's yeah. Just ah, uh, oh, I see you got a snack pack there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, how much? What would it take for you to do? Uh, give me your pudding cup, right? Would a, would a match against Lance Archer? Give me your pudding cup. I mean, it's a number one contenders match. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's a big deal. That'd be funny. I just think he's he's comedic enough to carry that. It's gonna. It takes a particular type of person to carry that. I, Without devaluing the other performers, I honestly think if you whatever you give Johnny Hunky, if you give him the opportunity, he can do it. I feel like Johnny Hunky to me is almost like a KO or a Sami Zayn. Whatever you give him, he can do wonders with. And sure, we haven't seen him do a variety of different things in terms of character gimmick, but I don't know. I just feel like he could, no problem. Just based off his personality. I, I would love it if he's talking with the Dark Order. He's like, do you think Negative One's ready to have his first match? <laughs> oh. I feel like I feel like he should have his first match. He should do it with somebody he trust. <laughs> you you could even have, have like one time it shows him backstage and he's talking to Tony Khan and he's like, you know, I'm I'm just thinking, you know, it's 2022. Um, intergender wrestling matches are, are all the rage, right? <laughs> and um, uh, you got you got this little um, little girl from Davenport, Iowa, coming in, um, um, and uh, Heather Heather Reckless. She's 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 gonna be a she's star. She's gonna be a star. Yeah. She's so great. Um, so I I think you know put her in there with me. Um. You know, and I'll I'll put her through the works, and and you know, it's also a great opportunity to have his have his first loss in that streak. Mm-hmm. To have Tony Khan be like, well, it won't be Heather Reckless, but but you are facing Jade Cargill tonight. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. 
I don't. I just don't know if Jade's ready for uh, inter intergender match right now. Um, you know, I think she needs it. I mean, frankly, I haven't seen her in the gym recently, and so you know, um, maybe, maybe, maybe we start with Heather Reckless, right? Um, and then we move on, and then maybe down the road, um, there, there were those. Those uh, the twins. What were their names? Anyways, um, the the twin magic thing. Maybe we do that. You know where they. Yeah. You know, oh, who's he wrestling? Oh, she went under the ring. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's that's a different promotion, man. Actually, uh, but... they they have twins on AEW Dark. I, um, God, I can't remember their name. It's. Uh... I think I think Jade is somebody. I think she's better suited for for the Renegade Twins, for maybe somebody like I don't know, Preston. Do you want to face Jade? I think I think Jade and Preston would be a good good battle. Charlotte Renegade and Robin Renegade, and they have done Twin Magic on there. On their awesome. things. So. It's awesome. Anyways. So I want I want to talk about uh, really quickly another um, it's it's kind of conspiracy that's apparently going kind of wild on Reddit. Um, JLB has one more, just so you know. Well, okay, JLB, do you have one more? No, I don't. Please continue. No, don't. He didn't get up. <laughs> um. Okay. So wait, wasn't that my third one? Wasn't my whole uh... no? Okay, it was my second. I thought okay. I thought you'd done three, but I guess I can't what remember. Was, what was your first one? Well, hold on. So I did. Uh, Jungle oh, you did Boy. Jungle Boy. Yeah, it was just garbage. And then Lance Archer, which was, was garbage. garbage. Okay, fair. So I can do a fourth one, which will just be guess but what? No, garbage. you just did two. No, I did another one. No, didn't I do another one? No. Jungle okay. Boy and Lance Archer. That's it. All right. Um, All right. So. Um, so no, hold on. Yeah, no, please continue, Smarks. Because <laughs> I am, I, I can't think now because I am so interested into what you're gonna say that. Just... No, no. <laughs> Don't be a weak, weak person. You can finish this. Finish All strong. Right. Um... Kenny Omega comes back as the cleaner. There you go. No, that is not Easy. finishing strong. <laughs> not finishing strong. This is not a thing. Um. I was thinking of changing Sammy Guevara's whole gimmick, though. That and might maybe, be it. Might be time for that, even. Uh, and maybe even <clears throat> make him like uh, a narcissistic mental patient, almost, where he's kind of one. He's obviously talks less, um, but he's also very cocky. So cocky, like Austin Theory, mental patient, like Loomis. How does that work? Loomis doesn't talk. He just kind of has this, he has these moments where he'll talk. And then he has these moments where he just blends into the crowd because he's no one sees him. So that's where he turns his crazy on. But when he does talk, he's a, he's a narcissistic fuck that only talks about himself. So he's kind of like a introvert slash narcissistic slash mental patient so it's almost like yeah so I, I think that was a good example Austin Theory meets Loomis kind of character and he comes in with a with a, um, a stray jacket stray jacket is that it stray jacket yes 
That's the way you want to go. Totally different, and I think uh, Sadie Guerrero just needs anything right now. And Tay Conti is uh, dumps him because he's a mental patient. Sammy just needs a feud with Christian or with Chris Jericho. That's yeah. all he needs. So, so here's here. My theory is they're building up to a heel turn from him, um, and they're building up with the couple because they understand that the fans are turning on Ty and Sammy already, right? And they're building them as AEW's favorite couple, and they know. I Tony Khan is smart enough to know when you build someone like that, the fans will turn, right? I don't know if either of you remember early AEW, right after Sammy Guevara was signed to it, uh, being the elite. But his gimmick on being the elite and on his own vlog was uh, pompous prick. Um, and he did really well. Because he has a very punchable face. Um, but no mental patient part of it. Just pompous yeah, I don't, prick. I don't understand the mental patient part. The whole thing with the pompous prick was he would come up to someone and he'd be like, hey... Yeah, oh, I heard you had a great match. I mean, I didn't see it because I had uh, better things to do, but I heard it was. I heard it, and it was. It was really good. And I would be like, I haven't even wrestled yet. You know, it's <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm sure. Right, I have faith in you. And just uh, did you see my match though? My match was awesome. Right. <laughs> um. So I suspicion that that's where they're going with Sammy Guevara, is that. He's going to get back the TNT title, and he's going to totally gall him up, my precious. Um, I almost feel like they're going to sad Corbin him, where instead of he loses the money, he loses his girl. No. I just... I think they're going to strap their their uh, their back to Ty and Sammy being, being so over the top in your face that everyone hates them. And they're gonna be the they're gonna be the Miz and Maurice of yeah, which of AEW. I can see. So, I guess. No. The other thing I wanted to talk about is this right here. It is a internet theory on Reddit that's going crazy. This goes back to Revolution, uh, but he's been noticed multiple times since. Uh, muscular masked cameraman. Um, the internet theory, conspiracy theory is, that that's Cesaro, already signed to AEW, uh, just blending in as a cameraman, to eventually, I don't know, interfere in a match and be a surprise. Uh, I'm not saying I buy the internet theory, because why would you do it for months you know what I mean? And uh, you've never focused on your cameraman at all. I well, mean, don't they're not focusing me. on him right there. No, they're He's focusing on on um like I don't know, know. If you did a few spots where a cameraman gets hit and you point at the cameraman and we see it's a muscular guy, cool. I'd maybe kind of get that, but it's very offish, right? We don't think anything of it. Oh, the cameraman fell. You know? But we mm-hmm. have never even seen anything like that, I don't think. Unless well, it's been AW on has ha- elevation. AEW has had the cameraman is actually secretly, um, well, who, who was the last one? Fucking, uh, um, I'm totally blanking on the name. Kenny Omega's. Callus. Callus, yeah. Callus. Uh, 
And uh, they've had that. They've had the cameraman was secretly uh, someone else who interferes in a match before. But they've never done it for months, you know? Because this is, this is revolution. That was over a month ago, right? Um, and he's he appeared. able to have been signed? Yeah, because he has no 90-day. Because oh, his contract expired, not fired. Uh, fired. So no 90-day. He could show up at any time. Um, and that's the crux of the internet theory, internet crackpot theory, is he has no 90-day. That he could already have signed. And and, and it got even more thing this week when uh, Mark Henry on Busted Open Radio suggested that we'll see uh, Cesaro sooner than you think. Um, and they're like, that means he's he's uh, admitting that that Cesaro is the masked cameraman. Now, I look at that, and that cameraman does indeed look jacked, uh, looks in shape, but he does not look Cesaro in shape. Um, he's also wearing black, which... I he is see. wearing black, which is slimming and everything, but Cesaro's shoulders are wider than that. And he looks like really... Okay, granted, we're only seeing his eyes there. Um, but I even feel like that from what we see, that's not even Cesaro's face. His eyes are his no shape. Like I, say, I don't buy into it, but I wanted to at least talk about it because there are people out there who, who, um, who latch on to things like this and continue to hold on to them, uh, long after, uh, everyone out there says that it's not the way it's going and they go on all sorts of podcasts and they continue to say it's a work. And I mean, they continue to say that um, that's Cesaro, and <laughs> I'm gonna say I've apologized for my thing. Okay, I didn't fucking go on a whole thing and say, "Oh, see, no, it's still a work." I apologized for my shit. So how dare has, you? Has Brandon Cutler been <coughs> been coming to the ring quite a bit? Yeah, Not he still really. comes to the ring with with the Young Bucks everywhere. Have we seen Brandon Cutler and this dude on the screen at the same time? Um. No, but this guy looks probably about four inches taller than Brandon Cutler. Okay, and Brandon Cutler's been doing phenomenal work on Elevation. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I, unless it's Simon Miller, I, that might be Cesaro, dude. I'm of the mindset it's a cameraman, and it's a Man. cameraman who knows that he has to lift a fifty-pound camera on a regular basis and lug it around. That's it. And so he keeps himself in shape. I mean, he's obviously the cameraman that is in charge of the aisle, right? Can, 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 have we seen other cameramen, and do they wear masks, and do they keep their everything but their eyes hidden to blend in? Um, well, again. I mean, COVID but, times, I'm sure. Uh, that's not a... I mean, it's a balaclava, man. Yeah, but I mean, he's still protecting his his face and all that, so he doesn't get it on anyone while he's lunging his fucking camera around. I'm trying to see. He needs to be comfortable at least too. It's not. It's more about just, you know. Uh, the cameramen regularly wear all black. <laughs> this one uh, I'm looking at here, we can't see uh, his face. There's uh, Don Callis, so it's not going to be him. There's um, 
that that is this is I, I'm looking at another view of the same masked cameraman, so I'm ruling that one out. Um, this ma- this cameraman is wearing a hat and all black uh, rest of his thing, but he's not currently wearing a mask. Um, but he is in all black. Um, here's oh, Orange Cassidy once dressed up as a cameraman to attack uh, Chris Jericho, and he was in all black with a black hat on. Um, yeah, I mean, you see the black hat and all black, and I get they're they're designed to blend in, but I I don't see anybody else covering their face. Any of the cameramen covering their face. This one, he's wearing a black hat, all black with black sleeves underneath his black shirt. But I can't see his face, so I can't tell whether he's wearing a mask or not. <laughs> like I said, I'm just of the mindset. I I just don't see it paying off over, over months of doing it, right? And if like an Easter egg it, that no one knows about? Like the majority of your fans... Don't know that, I feel. If anything, if anything, I think it's uh, Tony Khan planting a seed uh, so that he can use the cameraman was actually so-and-so in disguise, but I do not think it's Cesaro. No. Oh, there's... there's, uh, There's one with him standing behind a security guard, and someone's on the ground here. Greg Parks on Twitter posted it. And I'm not I'm not saying it has to be Cesaro. It doesn't it doesn't have to be Cesaro. What I'm saying is it could easily be a wrestler. There's several with there's one mass cameraman. Well, again, I I am saying that I fully believe it is not a currently a wrestler. At most, it is them setting the stage for eventually being able to use the who is that masked cameraman again. That's what I'm saying. Um, to allow, there's, no reason there's always them, a masked cameraman out there. Yep. If you always have a masked cameraman out there, um, then... Then you can pull the MJF move that happened yep. a while ago, or you can pull this yeah. or pull that. It, then it doesn't look weird that there's a masked cameraman out there. Uh, so you and that's just, a possibility, you know. Um, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I'm just what I'm <coughs> saying is there's not all the cameramen are masked at all times, so it's not a it's not a it's not a COVID thing. It's not a there's always a masked well, cameraman. Well, but, there, but here's there's the other frequently thing is, a masked cameraman, but not all cameramen it, are. It, it could also be a cameraman who still believes with, he wants With a personal to COVID thing, yeah. yeah. Or it could be like the head cameraman. It could be, all right, the, the head cameraman has to wear something different, so when something goes wrong or something, they need to pinpoint where that guy is to tell him something or something. You know, maybe he's like the lead cameraman guy. And something. Whatever. Yeah. whatever and something. But that's why I just, I don't believe it's it's, 
long-term fiscally responsible and long-term storyline responsible to actually waste time with having a wrestler be a cameraman for months without a payoff to it, right? So uh, the Don Callis one, he was wearing a hat and a mask. Uh No, no, this is TBS. This is, that's another one. This one has a hat and a mask. I thought he was looking at Jericho or at, at, I can't tell who this is. can't tell from behind I thought it was Kitty Omega, but it's not. Long dark hair, all black. Maybe not. It is an interesting thought. We also haven't seen Christian a lot on television recently. We've seen him some. I mean, like, there's not a picture of this masked cameraman with Christian. That's about the size and build. There's also not a picture of uh, Clark Kent with the mask cameraman. So see, could be. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I'm playing your game with you, and you got to be a dick about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it could yeah, just be a wrestler who wants to learn how to freaking use the cameras. I mean, it could be. Um, I don't know. A wrestler's curious. Maybe he's always wanted to get into like. Could be a carryover role. It could be somebody who's typically yeah. on. Dynamite or not that on uh, dark and dark elevation. In the case of that particular cameraman, though, I'm gonna point out that that was that was the cameraman on the ramp, the entrance ramp, and they're not gonna put an inexperienced cameraman there. No, um, that's 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 the place that and and there's almost always a mass dude on the ramp. Maybe it's just because of the location. Maybe because of the pyro, the smoke, or whatever. It could very easily be a setup. It could very easily be a wrestler. It could very easily be nothing. Yeah. It, it could be all of the above. <laughs> I am going to go out and say it is not currently a wrestler. It may be used to hide the a wrestler. The mask cameraman is MJF. The mask cameraman is... Uh-huh. Uh-oh. We got, a, we got a photo in the podcast JLB, he says, it's Wheeler Yuta. What the fuck, dude? Shut up. I didn't. I did not say such a thing. No. (laughs) It could be Danhausen. (laughs) He did not curse anyone. It could be Hook, you know. It's too tall for Hook. His powers are limitless. They must come <laughs> from the chips. Jeez. <laughs> Anyways. That's all Don't I Don't really we have a game play. pick or pass to play? Yeah, we can play that. That's fine. I'll do that. It's like it's, it's, like it's part of our fucking show. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, my brain is running on very little sleep, so fuck off. Uh, <laughs> well, then we can make it 13 minutes to pick or pass, and we can do this an hour and a half. So pick or pass. We'll we'll say, we'll say. Um, Your arms need pick. sun, bud. And this is the the light that you have that's really making um, it. Or, light. or maybe they don't because a tan is really just the sign that your your skin is saying out. Mm. And so yeah. maybe. 
maybe you don't need a tan. Yeah. You know, a hundred years ago, a tan was considered a sign of being low class and, and worker class and not not one of the elite who got to stay inside all the time. It's only been See? recently that they've started to say tans are not elite. Elite. <laughs> I, I I just want you to match, bud. I want your face to match your arms. That's all. It's just a friend caring. That's all that is. Well, there I don't grow enough hair for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really tough to do that. You know, you know, here's the deal. The the secret is, man, you don't need to tan your arms. You need to pale your face. <laughs> Danhausen has it figured out. He does. He just uses a little red around the eyes. That's it. <laughs> um, we will start. Yeah, we'll do those. Wheeler, Yuta, or Danhausen. Pick or pass. And we're going to go the opposite direction than we normally do. So we're going to start with the person we can't see, J-O-B. Wheeler, Yuta, or Danhausen? You can't see me. Um, yeah, Wheeler, Yuta. A week ago, that's a different answer. No, no, it's not. I haven't seen Danhausen wrestle yet. I don't watch his indie stuff. So, therefore, I'm going to pick Wheeler, Yuta stuff for sure over Danhausen. To be frank with you. So, but you get to pick Dan Housen or Orange Cassidy. I'll take Orange Cassidy. Thanks for making that easy. Which also means that I get to pick, give, give to Smarks what I wanted to give him. And that is Dan Housen or RJ City. It's it's tough. It is <laughs> tough, but I am going to go with Danhausen. I don't blame you. Um RJ City's a little tough, but um Well, remember, right now for AEW or for the premium shows, he's known for a side television mm-hmm. show. Yep. Which means you wanted to throw in the Miz or somebody who has a, a show like that. Yeah. The reason the reason it's hard is I don't want RJ City to end up being the odd man out for the rest of this. So He's I've got to throw be. someone that I think someone might choose him over. So RJ City or RJ City or Sean Spears? RJ City. Um, Sean Spears or Sean Stasiak? Boy, that devolved right fucking there. (laughs) Just right fucking there when it's so fucking obvious. (laughs) Well, I feel like they're both even. No, they're not. You could have gone with Wordlow. You could have gone with. Oh, fuck. Well, I mean, Sean, Sean Spears, Spears, obviously. Well, okay. <laughs> I 
JLB, I'm just going to say, put you on the spot. You would have taken Stasiak over Spears? Oh, I was thinking of... Stan uh, Stasiak, maybe? That one would have been a good one, but it's like four generations apart. No, I was thinking of uh, Sean O'Hare. Is it Sean O'Hare? Yeah, that dude was a badass who was lost before his time. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Yeah, because that would just evolve too quickly, and I feel like Sean Stasiak. I might not ever get out of that I'm position. I'm unless... stuck with Sean Stasiak. Okay, here we go. Chuck Palumbo or Sean Stasiak? Palumbo. Yeah, that's where I'd have gone to. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out somebody. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> you did want to, he, he is tired. He doesn't want to end I, it quick. I feel like specifically he's going to have to come around and it's going to have to be me because you're going to give something that's obvious. Not Smarks. JLB. Or JLB will just choose the wrong fucking person. <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes into it. Um, Specifically, Dude Love or Sean <coughs> Stasiak? Sean Stasiak. Specifically, as a wrestler, versus current, specifically as a wrestler, Jerry the King Lawler, Sean Stasiak. Yeah, problem is that we're stuck with Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the problem. <laughs> Fuck the king. I, I think I can get us out of this. I, maybe Smarks is my pass. So, but uh, now you have Jerry the King Lawler, and you can go with like, like. Uh, uh, Versus, if you believe, uh, what's his name? Era. Well, we'll we'll just do a match that happened, but then we'd be stuck with him. <laughs> so no, that won't work. Um. Okay, so Jerry Lawler or um. Oh, why can't I think of his name? Jim Carrey played in Men on the Moon. Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Andy Kaufman. Jerry Lawler or Andy Kaufman? I take Andy Kaufman. Yeah, but. A phenomenal heel. I am going to give Smarks, I think, the, the out here. I'm going to give him Jerry Lawler during the era of the Andy Kaufman feud or right to censor Val Venus. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good good attempt, but I think it it uh, underestimates my hatred for Jerry the King Lawler. I, I understand. Oh, I would have picked Jerry Lawler during Andy Kaufman. Oh, I era. fucking hate Jerry Lawler. Well, during Andy Kaufman. Now era? you know where. Now you know where to go have, with JLB because there's another right to censor guy that I think he would he would take yeah. Lawler. I I there has not been an era of Lawler that I have liked. We'll say it that way. And that's so fair enough. So you took Val Venus. Child molesting ass. Allegedly. Wow. Um, I did not hear about these rumors. I'm going to go Google after. Google it. <laughs> Google it. They, they loved him so much in Memphis that they covered it up. Moving forward. Um. So... Jerry the King Lawler, from whatever fucking era you want him, 
versus specifically wrestler Michael Cole. Jerry the King Lawler. See, I was gonna pick. I was gonna do Jerry versus Michael Cole before I did Kaufman, but then I'm like, now we're stuck with Michael Cole. <laughs> no, I think you can get out of Michael Cole. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Michael Cole or right to censor Godfather. Here's Good father. The thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm gonna take Michael Cole as an announcer over Yeah. Over Right to Censor Godfather. That's fair. And then I'm gonna take Godfather in any Charles Wright in any faction you choose. Or specifically WCW second run Sid Vicious. You and I both know that you're half the man that I am, and I which have is, half the brains. Which is that so you much do. fun. <laughs> <laughs> but the wrestling was not good. <clears throat> I mean, specifically in wrestling, the, second generation, second the break, breaking the leg part was really not good. Um, Who did he fight that night? But you have Godfather, Papa Shango, whatever you want against. Just that segment of Sid Vicious. Yeah, I know. Well, it's I know not what just you're doing. that segment. <laughs> I, I know what you're doing. You're trying to set it up. But 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 it's Sid in, in any form. Okay. Entertaining as hell to me. So I think I'm going to take Sid because I like Sid. So uh, Charles Wright in any form versus Paul White in any form. If you said Paul White Giant, then Charles Wright. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with the big show, to be frank with you. Okay. okay. Um, Charles Wright in any form or... Mark Marrow. So in in any form, religious pastor (laughs) or wrestler. (laughs) Well, you have to remember he's that excludes Johnny B. Bad because he didn't go by Mark Marrow under Johnny B. Bad. So I liked Wild Man Mark Marrow, but I'm gonna take I, I gotta take the Godfather. I was, I was I was on the hoe train, man. I mean, I was on the hoe train too, but I think like Merrill had better matches on the hoe train. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I was on the oh, hoe train. Oh, oh. I was I was one of those hoes on that one fateful raw. 
in Montreal. So Johnny B. I, mean, I, like, I have to Mark say the Brown. fact that I just pulled that card out um, cracks me up. Wrestler Mark Merrill versus one Connecticut Blue Blood with Sable as his escort. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Specifically Connecticut Blue Bud era. Um you, know, you can use Johnny B. Bad, you can use Mark Marrow, you can use Wild Man. Specifically Connecticut Blue Bud. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. You don't get triple H on all arrows. Yeah, no. Um, I I take Johnny B. Bad at that point. And now we're elevated back to main event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we'll do our last round. Triple H. Whoo, that took some work. <laughs> Triple H or HBK? I'll take HBK. Oh, that's that's not me. That's no. going to jail. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm John Cena all over again. Um, Can't see you. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I think I'm going to take HBK, though. Legit. I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean... Even with the backstage antics. I mean, yeah, if we're talking backstage antics, I definitely take Trips, because he sounds like a great guy backstage. Um, Now. Now. Yeah, that's valid. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Triple H. Or... Hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> Triple H. He's or Sting. Like Eugene. Sting. Oh. Okay, I, I, I won't do this, but um, but, but my card predicts. I, I would take Sting, but that's because, yeah, I'm Sting. I have all errors of Sting here. You have all errors of Sting, and you have all I, errors of Trips. I I take Sting. Yeah. Okay. Sting Sting was a golden era to current era in different promotions, but um, just for shits and gigs. Only I bad run was WWE. Okay, so you would still take WCW Sting over all eras of Trips. All like levels of 90s? Sting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sting was a Sting is a needle mover. Forever and always, he's an icon. There's a reason he's called the Icon Sting, because he is an Icon Sting. If you limited me to Sting TNA, I'd have probably taken Trips. If you limited me to Sting post 2002, you'd have got me. I'd have taken Trips. Right. But. When you have 80 Sting and you're also including um, 90 Sting, you're, you've got Surfer Sting, you've got Crow Sting. Um, the only bad Sting character was uh, Joker Sting, which just sucked. Good job, TNA. Mm. So, anyway. And Smarks would disagree with me on that. So, I'm going to go Triple H. Versus, you know what? 
We're going to have this end on a high note no matter what. Triple H, full career, including as a manager, as, as, a, as an executive, all of it. Triple H versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hmm. Trips. Total career trips. Yeah. So, as weird as this feels, odd men out. So cold. So cold. <laughs> Damn. But he's not out by bad company. You know what no, I mean? So it's no. not even a disgrace. And we really had to pull some strings to get away from Sean Stasiak or Jerry. Yeah. I'm we sorry. had to do some. Well, <laughs> it happens, and I understand it. But yeah, well done, guys. Kudos. Kudos. You really, I mean, you, you, we like had to seriously pigeonhole wrestlers to individual moments in their lives. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, we did, but we did it. But it worked. To quote. Uh, Dora the Explorer. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Map, map, map. He's a map. He's a map. He's a map. He's a map. He's the map. I'm the map. Uh, I, I would like you to know. just came down and sitting next to me. She's trying to figure out what the fuck we're talking about. I, I, I would I'm like you guys. The, I'm the map song. I would like you guys to know that. The phrase, oh man, has entered my daughter's vernacular because oh. of that show. So have you looked at her and said, what does a fox <coughs> say? And the answer to that is, oh man. Oh man. She she also, I I had to hope my mom didn't hear her because um, over the weekend, anytime something happened that she didn't understand when my mom was here, uh my daughter would say, "What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck?" So my mom apparently didn't catch it or chose not to make a deal out of it. Either way, uh-huh. you went, "Oh, you got." She's like, "Fuck you guys! My parenting days are over. Do whatever the fuck you want with this child." What the fuck? You're the one who has to go to the parent-teacher conference. Exactly. I don't. I don't have to do that. Well, I'm sure she did okay with you. I'm sure. Oh yeah, he's a good boy in school. He's quite into his comic books. What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Fantastic. Horrible, but fantastic. (laughs) All right. Anyway, on that note, we're going to go and wrap things up for the Fantasy Booking Institute. Um, Thank you all for joining us here. You can support us by going to our link tree in the doobly-doos. There's going to be our link to our merch store. Where you can get hats or shirts or shirts like that or shirts like that or shirts like a bunch of shirts or merches and whatever there. And you can turn them into these fantastic sleeveless shirts. You sure could if you want with to. With a little bit of effort. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you want to do, you know, I'm not going to stop you. Once it's yours, it's yours. Um, you can You can make sure to follow us on the social medias. That's way you know all the things. There was a chance that I was going to have to cancel tonight because we had severe storms come through and it nearly knocked the power out to my place. We had we had some power outages here, so. But it did not. It just flickered a couple times. Like like the horse. Yes, like flicker flick of the horse. Flick of the horse. But not like Mister Ed. 
who is a horse, of course. Did, did your your weather didn't Mister Ed on you? No, it did not Mister Ed on me. Hmm. You know, he's a horse, of course. I I'll bet ten to one though that JLB is off this podcast before you are. I I I will not take that bet because I will lose. Yeah, because he bails every time. Yeah, what'll happen after, is I'll, I'll I'll hit that that closing <laughs> thing, and he'll just go deuces. He doesn't even know that tonight's the first night we go live on Twitch for an after hours. No, we're not going to do it because Smarks is still dying. Yeah, Smarks Smarks didn't know that either, and he's completely shocked. (laughs) No, I mean, I can just leave this running while you go live. I don't fucking care. (laughs) I mean, we can bullshit for a few minutes, I suppose. Nah, we're going to have to get that figured out in the future. Maybe, maybe I'll send you a deck of these and I'll teach you how to play one day on stream. And then I can use my Pikachu against your Bulbasaur. Speaking of, I I caught a a special event today on... on... (laughs) (laughs) I have used my Pikachu against his Bulbasaur. (laughs) And then I used my Squirtle Squirt attack at the end of it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and this is why we usually don't do an after hour. Oh, fuck, But you can follow man. us on all the social medias. You can follow me wherever you go at Raw and Order WBU, except on Facebook, where it's at Pissant Podcast, um, for reasons, whatever. But I'm on Twitter, Twitch, um, YouTube is that, uh, TikTok, wherever. Uh, you can follow DA Fabe at... D.A. Vincent K. Fave, right there. Right there. Only on Twitch. Or tw- uh, Twitter. The one that starts with a T, the social that starts with a T. That's yeah, the, the one that starts me. with a T.W. No, wait, no. The, <laughs> no the one that's no. a T.W.I. No. Fuck. Um, anyways, and you can follow JLB. JLB420. Uh, links are going to be on my link trees. And if you guys are into video games, I am streaming a lot of WB2K22. Get in my faction cards. That's like the super cards, but in a video game. So I am doing a little superstar cards just virtually because I'm not down with that card game style. You didn't say at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand. Real Talk Radio 8. I mean... Of course, you could follow me at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, of course, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8, anchor.fm slash RTR. Linktree is down below in the doobly-doos. You can follow all of my socials there. And uh, let's chat because I'm a man of many topics. So feel free to uh, pick my brain. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Back to you, good sir. Yep. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book. On the Fantasy Booking Institute, thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Cheers.